I really believe that when you have the right mindset, you can achieve everything. Welcome to our series entitled The I Am Podcast, a podcast about innovation, business, and most importantly, people. In this series, we'll be talking to founders, executives, and various experts about their vision, challenges, best practices, and lessons learned throughout their journey. Let's get started. Hello and what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the I Am Podcast. I am Mariah, your host. And today with me, wow, I'm very excited, talk about productivity, mindset, leadership, strategy, and all, the CEO at Reala Media, Matthew Melamed. Hi, hey, how man. are you? I'm very excited. How about you? Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited as well. Glad to be here. Thank How you, are you very doing? much. I'm doing good. Thank you. Happy to be here. Okay. So let's not uh, keep them waiting. I'm sure our listeners would love to know you a bit more. So please share a bit about your background. Sure. I'd be happy to. Um, so like you said, I'm the CEO of Rally Media. We are the biggest legion company for insurance um, and finance companies in Israel. In the past, I was also a founder of an e-commerce marketing agency and also a mobile gaming company. And my expertise are mostly on growth marketing, but also on tech, startups. It's the world that I'm most interested in. And on my free time, I'm also a musician. Wow. I, I was like, okay, can, I, can we have a sample? <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that you asked me, but actually, um, I'm not sure this is the right time. <laughs> That's for another podcast. Another podcast, exactly. All right. You said, okay, before you became a CEO, uh, you were a manager, but that's, that's like a highlight, like being a CEO. You made a decision to change your life completely. So I would love to know about that. How did it happen? Sure. I'd be happy to talk about it. So around seven years ago, um, I hit a real low point in my life. At that time, I was working in a sales job and I was working around 14, 15 hours a day. And I actually got really burned out and always felt the need to compensate myself while working there. Actually had some really bad habits and my vision in general for the future got really blurred. So at that point, what I believe that when you get to a really low point in your life, you have to make a decision and you can go two ways. You can either continue to go down or stay where you are um, without uh, doing anything, or you can use it as motivation to go all the way up. So at that point, I decided that I really want to achieve big things in life for myself and also to impact the world in general. At this moment, I began to change my mindset. I got rid of all my bad habits. I created new ones. I quit my job. I started my own business. And I started to work on myself a lot. And seven years later, <laughs> the completely different place. So this is how I did it. And actually, right now, I really want to help others that are in different points in their career and in their lives to make this change 
Okay, you said you did go down and you, but you decided to move on and help yourself. Exactly. I, I just wonder, how did you do that? Did you listen to anything? Did someone advise you? Who did you seek advice or counsel? Actually, at that time, a lot of people tried to give me advice, but at the end, I believe that when I looked inside and really thought about all, all the situation on myself, what I really want for my life, what I can achieve, I decided to make the, the change in the mindset. It it wasn't, it wasn't immediate. It was step by step. But I think that the first step that I did was quitting this old job and starting to work on my own business. For months, I've been reading a lot. I've been taking online courses. I've been polishing everything that I know. I've been coding when I was younger and I did build websites and stuff like this, but I really took it to another level and I focused on the career, on the job and on changing bad habits that I have. And step by step, everything just with help from people that were my business partners back then and gave me opportunities that I took. Uh, actually, a business partner of mine told me, I think it was six years ago, if you continue this way, believe me that in five years, you look back and you won't believe what you achieved. And it's amazing how true it is that when you focus and you change your mindset and you work hard to achieve big goals, you won't imagine what you can achieve in such a short time. Wow. Shout out to that business partner. Exactly. <laughs> Okay. Wow. would love to learn those habits, like those, uh, the mindset, the change. Okay. Yep. But before that, you, seven years, he said, seven years later, you became the CEO. You started uh, your company. How's the journey? I mean, to reality media. Sure. So at the beginning, I started my digital marketing digital agency. So it began from the, the first client was someone that I knew and he gave me the opportunity and I did a really good job. The second uh, client came and the third client came. And then I went into e-commerce also after doing also social media and stuff. And I learned along the way and became better with every project. So I did it for two years and it was a great experience. But at some point I felt that I can, I, I want to see different environments. I want to work inside companies, um, especially startup companies and learn new things. And when I looked for a job at the beginning after being uh, independent for a few years, I heard about Rally Media and I went for an interview there. It was was a small startup company with like three, four employees. So I knew I'm going to make a big impact if I start to work there. And if we just take it uh, three years forward, I was the VP marketing in the company and we were sold to one of the largest insurance companies in Israel called the Phoenix. My old bosses, they actually left um, the position of the CEO. They went to, uh, to stay in the board. And I was chosen to be the CEO of the company. And it's been uh, almost a year now, I think. Oh, okay. So yes, you said you're very much into startups. Okay, you were there at Reality Media. Mm -hmm. you, you decided, okay, you want to make an impact. So how? I mean, how did you impact Reality Media? And where is it in the journey now? So it was actually a really interesting journey. I had also projects during my work, the, the time I worked in Rally Media, we started as a small company and we grew really big, working with all the big insurance and finance companies in Israel. The company really expanded and grew uh, to the point that we were actually acquired. So just actually just before the company was acquired, I got an offer, a job in Facebook, and I... I 
went over the interviews and everything. And I got to the point that I was accepted for the job. So I came to my old bosses and I told them, listen, I have a really great opportunity at Facebook. Um, and they told me, listen, we got to tell you something. We are going to be, we are being acquired and we think you're going to be a good CEO for the company. And at that moment, I needed to make a decision between going to Facebook or staying in the company and becoming the CEO. And nothing promised me that I'm going to be chosen to be the CEO because they interviewed a lot of more experienced CEOs. But I took the chance and I told Facebook no. Fortunately, I got accepted and now I'm the CEO of the company. So it was, this is how it happened. And actually right now the company is really growing and this, uh, the company that acquired us changed how the company works in good ways and we're breaking new barriers. So a lot of, um, I learned a lot in this role. So it's like being with Facebook or being, uh, like the CEO of a startup. So, but you really, uh, chose impact. Yeah. Right. You said startup is a mindset. So can you just explain that further? Sure. What I want to, I talk about mindset in general. I really believe that when you have the right mindset, you can achieve everything. And moreover, I want to say that every new big goals that you want to achieve, you need to adjust your mindset to it. So the first mindset of the startup mindset, let's call it growth mindset. So I really believe that not only in business, actually also in life, the growth mindset is essential to your success. And what is it? First of all, it's embracing failure. It's embracing making mistakes and learning from it, testing a lot, how to react to negative feedback, not being threatened by other competitors. Everything that I said right now, it's actually what growth mindset is. And you have to have it when you work in a startup because first of all, you're going to fail a lot. And you need to know not to back down, but to push harder and how to push and to be dynamic and to accept it. Sometimes you fail, sometimes you make mistake, but it's okay. And good startups are really on their feet all the time. They're really dynamic. They know how to, to not be afraid to be stuck on a certain mindset. They can expand their um, horizons and try new stuff in order to stay alive and being resilient in general, not being afraid of your competitors and just pushing on. I really want to say that also in general on both mindset, what really helped me also connecting to the story that I told before about everything that happened to me, my life were a startup at the beginning this way. I needed to, to fail a lot to get to the point that I'm at, to, that I'm at and I have a growth mindset and not being pushed backwards by mistakes. And what really helped me, if you maybe know the stoic philosophy, focusing on positive emotions and not negative emotions, focusing on the moment and not letting the past be in your way. And everything together is the mindset I think people need to have in a startup. Yeah, I love the growth mindset, mm -hmm. right? Like it's not versus the fixed mindset, exactly. right? Exactly. Versus the fixed mindset. Exactly. What I found actually that a lot of people are stuck in, in the same place because they believe that their mindset is fixed, like you said, exactly. And it's something I actually really want to talk about because the first step you have to do to change your mindset is understanding that your mindset is not something that is fixed. It doesn't matter what is your age. It doesn't matter where you come from. You can change your mindset. And when this switch happens in your head, you can basically do everything. So really good point. Wow. Yes. Okay. It's okay to make mistakes. Uh, you're not afraid of what goes. Um, you take challenges. I just want to ask, like, okay, when is it time to give up? 
or when is it time to still push a little bit further? It's a great question. There is a point in a startup life or any project life that sometimes you need to know if to push harder or just let go. And I've been through it a lot of times. Sometimes I have to say I made a mistake to push harder and that's how I've been taught to when to just let go. So I believe in having enough. Sometimes you need to decide on your goals and on your metrics and see if what you're trying, if you're on the right track, it will help you see if you're on the right track or you're going sidetracks. Now, sometimes you're going to be, you're going to release something for the market and suddenly you see that no one wants to use it. If it's a software, if it's a service, no matter what it is. So what I really learned about it, first of all, to eliminate it for, to begin with, it's good to make a market research or just having like a landing page or something to see if the market really wants what you're doing. Now, when you do a good research before you go on a new project, that's minimizing the, minimizing the, actually the situation where you need to back off from your project. But if you're already there, well, you need to see if someone, if people actually reacting and want to use what you're trying to offer. Sometimes it's just not, it's not good to continue when you see that people are not reacting to your product or your service, that the market doesn't need it, or you're not getting the result that you want. You have to, I believe that you have to consult with people with more experience than you when you get to the point where you think about letting go or continuing to push harder. It's not science. Actually, every situation is different. And you know, the biggest companies wouldn't exist if some people would give up. So you never really know what to do. You have to trust your instincts, have good metrics, understand the business environment that you're going into with your project. And in the end, you know, sometimes you, you succeed, sometimes you fail. Yeah. Like, uh, I always hear the move fast, break things and it's true. Yeah. Just improve along the way or yeah. Okay. Throughout your career, we're really excited about, uh, you're talking about mindset. So the habits, the success habits. So this is what you want to share to everyone, yeah. right? You want to inspire. And that's also, by the way, uh, by the way, guys, I messaged him because I saw his very good posts. I was like, really like inspired by his posts. So throughout your career, you led cross like functional international teams, yeah. right? So, okay. What is, uh, maybe you can talk about your management style sure. as a CEO. Uh, I really love to talk about leadership. My approach to being, it's not really management. It's being a leader. You can be a leader even when you're not in a management position, I believe, even you, if you're an employee, first of all, is to be empathetic. What do I mean by that? I really always try to put myself in the position of other people. In general, people I work with, people that are uh, working for me, my employees, I always try to, to try to understand what their needs, what they feel. And I think it's really important that employees in general and people that work in a company are happy. So a lot of times this is what guides me because it's actually going uh, to be, you have a lot of ways to do it. The first thing that I really believe is to hire people that you don't need to micromanage. So, you know, they say a lot of times it all starts with management and the company looks like who, who is running it. And it's because a lot of times people are hiring people 
not that are better than them, not that they uh, can do the work good, people that they can really micromanage and um, be, be in control of every step that they do. And I think that this is the first thing that is really wrong about um, being a manager today and being a leader today. So first of all, is letting people, like we talk about growth mindset, making mistakes and growing, you have to have like a buffer of giving your employees the ability to fail sometimes, not to micromanage every little thing that they do, to understand if they're happy about what they're doing, to connect them to the vision of the company, which is something that I do a lot. Like let them understand why we do what we do and connect them to the mission because only then can an employee be really happy. And because you're putting yourself in their shoes, not letting any employee get to the point when they're burned out from working. Because why I'm being so empathetic? Because I came from a place that I was really burned out. So I will never let an employee get to the, this point without noticing. So really understanding that changing the word employees maybe to people. We are working with people. It doesn't matter if you're the CEO, if it's your coworkers, it's all about your relationships with people and be the, being a good human being before being a manager or being a leader. And I believe that this approach is something that people feel even in your when you're a manager. So it's making everything so much easier. So this is my approach about leadership management in general. I, I just remember like I've spoken with Ivan, uh, it's Ivanaki. So like an executive coach, you also said uh, people should feel connected, engaged, stimulated, and mm -hmm. secure. Like humans are not robots. So like I'm, I'm like hearing exactly. that from you as well. Like do not just call them uh, employees, but people. Wow. Okay. You said overachieving doesn't mean overworking. So you care a lot about mm -hmm. balance. I all I, I have seen that in one of your posts. Oh, so. Can you sure. share about that? I really believe that balance is the most important thing in life. You don't always have to work harder to achieve big things. You have to work smarter and also to know your limits. Now, the biggest lesson that I learned about it is that when I told you I overworked a lot of times and I learned that when I do, I'm just taking a few step, steps backwards instead of moving forward because there's a certain of amount of work a person can do. So this is why I'm really big on productivity. I believe in working in short bursts and not working long hours in continuum and, and just uh, working yourself to death. You know, you have to have balance and know where, what your <laughs> limits are. And by the way, as a leader, as a manager, you have to know also your individual employee um, limits to identify them and know when to push and when not, not to push it. So it's all about enjoying um, in the end also the journey and having fun and not only working, even if you want to achieve something big, you have to, sometimes what I do when I really immerse in some, uh, some task, I just stop myself and I take a deep breath and uh, I'm sometimes I will just walk from the situation or take a walk or something to get my mind clear. And after I come back to do what I needed to do, everything is much easier, much clearer. The cre it's also about staying creative. So I really think that it's good to have balance and not just going, working hard. We have a lot of hustle, hustle culture on social media, you know, work hard, never stop, don't sleep at night. Like Elon Musk um, said, said that he built, that's why he, he didn't sleep. He slept at the office on the floor and he worked all the time. Now this is not gonna work for most people. 
<laughs> Startups never sleep, right? They move very fast. So how or what are the tips to startup sure. founders? Sometimes when you're, when what I do, when I really feel stressed or when I really feel that I need to push forward, I just stop myself. And sometimes you have to, to know when to say, stop. I need to take a break. I need to breathe because no matter how fast you want to go, there is a better way to do it. If you think about it, whether it's to put new processes in place, whether it's to improve, improve your current processes. What I learned when you feel overworked, stressed, it probably means that you need better systems in place. I mean, there are better ways to work always when you separate yourself from the situation for a moment and think about it. So I believe that hustle culture doesn't mean that you have to work yourself to death. Like I said, like, I think that a lot of founders that are doing it at some points, they're collapsing. Some people, some unique people are not collapsing, but if you want to build something long-term, you have to understand that it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. A lot of people say you have to build yourself for the long term, And for this, you need to build processes. And if you feel really stressed and you feel that you're reaching your limit, it means that you need to stop for a second and it's okay to have a good night's sleep or to have a walk and to have healthy habits about it, because this is the only way I believe you can build something long-term. And this is what separates founders that their company is going to be closed after six months, one year to founders that their companies are flourishing after five years, 10 years. I love that. Like when you, when you feel you have to move forward, sometimes you exactly. have to take a pause. I'm really like, I am feeling your energy. Like you said, having fun, not just working. And it looks like you're really having fun. So how first, how do you really learn? I mean, the, how do you push your, your team or your people to the limit? Like when to know how to know their potential? So first of all, and I going back again to what I talk about micromanagement, what's better to do than micromanage the opposite? is to want to help your employees grow. And in order to do it, you have to sit one-on-one, -on -one, ask each person, what are their general goals in life, in their career, in their business, to get to know them on a personal level, not only to look at them as a tool, as a robot that need to make tasks to improve your business. This is the first step. So after you understand and you know them better, then you can understand what they want to achieve. And what I usually do with my employees, I try to connect what my business wants to achieve to what they want to achieve. And I tell them, how can I help you to achieve what you want to achieve in your career? How can I help you personally? How the business, this business and this part. And I tell them, I know you're not going to stay here forever. I'm, I'm not expecting you to, but the time that you're going to be here, I want you to feel like you learned a lot and you grew. So I feel that when you come from this kind of place, it's a lot easier to identify when you need to push them because you connect it to their goal, not only to the company goal. And then you can come from a place, not of like a, a bad boss to tell them you have to do it. You have to finish. Like you tell them, listen, I know that it's hard, but believe me, if you're going to finish this, this is going to stay with you for your entire career because you're going to be one, two, three. So it's really individual, first of all, and it's about knowing your employees on a personal level. And then you know exactly when you need to push to help them grow, not to achieve your company goals. When you connect both, then you have synergy and you can achieve great things and you get the best out of people.
Oh, amazing. Can you just give us like a story, like a memorable story, maybe in one of your one-on-one conversations? And how did you make an impact? So I had one story with an employee. I actually felt really comfortable to come to me and tell me that they're having really a hard time to work all day from the office and also having some um, sometimes panic attacks. And at that point, I really needed to think how I um, approach this. And unfortunately, it was easy because I myself used to overwork and have panic attacks. Now, each employee have different, like I said, limit. You have people that maybe you feel that you they're not overworking, but for them, it's a lot. So it's really, really personal. So first of all, um, I feel that remote work is really helpful in this situation that you not always have to insist that you stay in the office. Also, I feel that employees should feel comfortable to talk about mental health in the office. And sometimes the best thing is to give them a break to recharge and come back stronger. And I feel that when you take the first step to understand this and help someone to get through this through is in his own way, in own custom way, not to stay strict on a company policy to come to the office or um, not taking breaks, then the people that you're gonna do it for are really gonna appreciate it. And in the end, they're gonna maybe have some personal become their personal development gonna happen also, not only their career development at the same time. So this is one thing that I really felt that I made a big impact because I really um, helped and gave the space to, to do what's needed in this situation to grow. And it's something I'm really proud about. And I wish more, uh, more employers and more companies will take this approach because I feel that today people are understanding that a lot of people are burning out from overworking in big companies and startups. Mm, and you can get that through like one-on-one conversation. So you really have to build and give that priority. I mean, building relationships. You want to build a community. You want to inspire others. You said you want to give back. Like, where did this come from? When when did you like, okay, I, I want to do this? Um, so it's a good question. So basically, I had a long way and to, to get where I am today. And like I said, five, six years ago, I wouldn't believe the achievement that I achieved today. And actually, a lot of good people helped me along the way. So I had a lot of mentors. Whether it's um, old bosses and business partners, and even I can say I learned from everyone that I encountered in life and in the business world, um, because I I surround myself with people with usually the the same mindset as I, um, and I learned a lot from people. And when I got to this point, I understood that I really want to help people. I believe that with the right set of skills and tools, everyone can achieve big big things in life. And I really believe that I am a great person to help people do that. I mean, I did it. A lot of people helped me. So it's my time to, to be on the, to understand that I can help others now. I can give them knowledge. I can uh, help them grow. I can help them build businesses. So actually I'm going two ways about it. And this is something that I haven't spoken yet about. First of all, I'm writing a book about my journey and everything that I learned about everything from business productivity and everything that we also talked about now. And I'm talking about each, I'm telling my story about each experience that I had and what I learned and giving tools about how to um, 
it's called business superpowers because I feel that sometimes I learned things that today I consider to be superpowers. So this is the first thing. The second thing, I'm building a course called Sell My System that I'm going to release soon about building a online business and productizing your skills. Because I believe that each and every one have different skills that are worth a lot of money for someone. And basically, each and every one can build a business if they know how to make a product out of their knowledge and their skills. So I really want to help a lot of people understand it and build online businesses, maybe as solopreneurs, and maybe it can later be companies. I really try in every way. I also started a YouTube channel and I'm starting a podcast and I really want to share my knowledge and help others along the way to do the same. So it's like a cycle, you know, you help others, others grow, they help others. And it's just a circle, uh, a cycle of positivity. It seems to be really, really working because your post, I think a lot of people can resonate. Do you, do you also feel that? Like what, what's in your mind when you start posting, especially well, in LinkedIn? Um, I started, I think it was three, four months ago. I actually really wanted, when I realized that I really want to make an impact and help others, I took a course by Justin Welsh, if you know him. It was amazing. It really helped me to, to get along with it and create more content. And then I thought how I'm going to create a content, uh, content that works for me. So basically my system is not that difficult. I have my Apple notes on my iPhone. And every time I get an idea, every time I talk to someone, every time I have a new experience, I just write down something about it. So I'm documented as I, I documented as I go, a lot of experience, a lot of conversations, a lot of things. And later on, I sit and I just turn it into posts that I think that are going to be of value to other people. So my goal is to slowly build the community that of people that are usually what I'm thinking about is few steps back in the journey, or maybe people that are need to learn different lessons in their journey and give them value. And I think that um, it really helped me understand things about myself and also probably helped a lot of other people to, to learn new things. And I just want to expand it more and more. People really love stories to people who would like to know more about leadership mindset, do you have a newsletter or uh, invite them to subscribe to somewhere where they can read sure. more about so you? So first of all, do. I'd be happy to connect on LinkedIn with everyone. And I also get a lot of DMs and I always answer and love to help people if they have questions about anything, really, because a lot of people helped me along the way. I'm always open to help. I started actually a newsletter. It was a few I think it was a year ago and it's slowly, slowly um, growing. You can go to matthewmelamed.com and you can go to my LinkedIn profile and just you have a link there to subscribe. But the biggest thing that I'm going to start soon when I'm launching the new course, then I'm going to also create a lot of content around it also on YouTube and just follow me on LinkedIn. This is my best advice for now. Could you give us like two yeah. of your favorite podcasts? So actually the first podcast that I really, really love is um it's called um it's about stoicism it's about marcus it, it's surprising right about about marcus aurelius uh, meditations and in um i i don't remember the the name of the guy who's running it i'm always listening to it on the ways and he's interpreting what marcus aurelius which is a famous stoic says and how it relates to life and always helped me to just a little adjustment to the mindset and actually, the second podcast that I, I really, really like 
is the TED Business Podcast. I listen to it a lot. Like amazing people are interviewing there and uh, I listen to it all the time, every, almost, I think, every week. And I learned a lot from there. It's the best thing after watching a TED Talk, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Someday we'd love to see you there talk yeah and inspire yeah it is people. one of the goals i really hope is that one to, of the goals um to be a TED talker one day hopefully okay if someone who listens to this episode will walk away what lesson would you like to okay. leave that listener so i think that the biggest lesson is that we learned some something from everyone everyone we meet every experience we go through we need to understand that learning is eternal and you always have stuff to learn. So I think it's really good to come with an open mind, to listen to everyone and to always understand that you, you can learn something from every, everyone. Also, I will end it with this. Don't be afraid to make big moves in life and balance, like I said, is everything about everything you do. All right. Thank you very much, Matthew. Sure, it was Thank great. You for Thank your you time for, tonight. for having me here. I really enjoyed that. This podcast is powered by iMobs.io. Optimize your cloud infrastructure and CICD process with iMobs.io dedicated DevOps team. Check out www.imops.io and get a DevOps team now. Make sure to check out www.imops.io if you want to know more about us. Subscribe to our podcast so you can get notified every time we post a new video. Thank you and you have a great day.